When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Let's let's do doomsday scenario right now. What do you think this is going to be? What do you think the reaction of Stephen Ross is going to be if they don't make the playoffs? Yeah. With 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 knowing that they have had unbelievable health problems, do you feel like in a year where he was banished and? the team lost a pick for tampering. Do you feel like he's going to be reasonable or do you feel like he's going to want answers and someone's going to answer for, for these crimes of a, of a collapse? Like, how do you feel he goes about this? Because it's such a, it's such a hard answer. I don't know if there's a right answer. If you, if the dolphins, sometimes you laugh at teams when they try and make excuses. I would understand if the dolphins came back to everybody and said, Look where we were in the middle of the year. We're just starting this thing with Mike McDaniel. I feel like we're on the right path. Let's just run it back. And, you know, a lot of times you'll be like, that's stupid. Obviously, they got to fix some things on defense. But for, I'm talking like Tua, you know, all the stars on offense, tweak a couple things on defense. Or do you feel like this epic a collapse if they don't make the playoffs? Somebody's got to go. So I, I have another question for you. When the Dolphins... Um, rebuilt, right? They went full tank mode for Tua and and they started that three-year rebuild process, Tobin, a couple years mm-hmm. ago. Do you think Stephen Ross still believes that they're in the middle of this rebuild process or because they've ended up firing the head coach? Because to me, that plays into it, right? You started basically brand new. You brought in a new head coach does that give you an extra year or two to figure it out? Or was the head coach no longer part of this rebuild process? And we should be at the point in the rebuild process already that you're a playoff team competing because to me, that's what's important. How does Steven Ross feel about it? Because right. Chris Greer must've framed it to him as listen, nothing's going our way. We have to revamp everything. We have to start from scratch and they did it. And guess what? When you, when you consider where they were at, three first-round picks, they got the guy that they thought would be their franchise quarterback, and then two straight years after that, uh, that draft, they're in a position where they could have made the playoffs. Okay, you fire the head coach, you bring in a new head coach, but you already felt like you're on the precipice of being a, a team that can compete for the AFC and the AFC East. All you have to do is improve the offense. Well, Stephen Ross is thinking, well, hold on a second. I brought in the head coach. Clearly, mm-hmm. our offense was much improved. Like, th- this is year three after that rebuild. Why haven't I seen results yet? And, and I think that's what matters. Where does Stephen Ross feel like the, the addition of a new head coach comes into play? Is it, well, the rebuild, you know, forget about that because we brought in a new head coach? Or, hey, the new head coach was supposed to be that, that part of climbing the mountaintop finally and getting over the hump of a middling team. So if it, if, if that didn't work, well then, you know, what the hell are we doing here? What our rebuild failed. 
That's an interesting question for Chris Greer, I think. Like, look, I think for right. Mike McDaniel, it's his first season. I think that if he was tasked with, hey, can you get to uh, anything out of him? Can you can you make this guy? Can you salvage this? This is broken. Can you salvage this? I would say he absolutely did that. There's no question about it. The only thing that was standing into his way was his brain health. Um, but as far as Mike McDaniel putting the confidence back into him, putting an offense around him that worked, a system that worked, that uh, that has been answered. I think the question then goes to Chris Greer for for this rebuild, which it is over. Like if you trade all your picks and you know all the fruits of the Laramie Tunsil deal and all of that stuff, you go in a Bradley Chubb and you give him a big deal and Tyreek Hill and all that stuff and some good, some bad. You know that's a lot of the ways that the draft game works. I think that the question for Stephen Ross is going to be like. Do I trust that this is going to work out? Do I still follow through? Because I feel like it's more of a... I, I know Mike McDaniel definitely deserves some criticism for some things that have fallen apart, but, you know, it is, a, it is a hard ask to say, hey, can you go get us into the playoffs and you also didn't have your quarterback for four and a half games? Um, even with the losing streak being what it is, I think you could say, hey, this guy did did a lot of good things his first year knowing that he has to develop. Greer's going to be an interesting one because it feels like he's been on such a roller coaster of people hate him, love him, hate him, love him, hate him, love him. Um, and and where do you think that's at? Because obviously, I think everybody's pissed at everybody right now at the fan base. But for him, it's not like he's been this beloved figure his entire time down here. People wanted him gone basically up until the Tyreek Hill trade, you know. And I think right. anybody would tell you, well. Uh, what GM wouldn't go trade for Tyree kill, you know, as far as his draft evaluation, you know, it's been here. It's been there. Uh, you know, we've talked about the lineman whiffs, the Noah whiffs. This guy's been around for a long time. So is it as simple as he'd be a fall guy? People seem to really like working with him. People seem to really dig him. He's obviously been around for a lot of regimes. Is it as simple as Josh Boyer would get the ax? Because I think that's probably the easy, the easy one. If anybody's yeah. going to be the fall guy. And and you could also do the same thing with Boyer as we've done with McDaniel, right? What defensive coordinator would be able to replicate what we saw in the last eight weeks of last season that, you know, elite defense with half their secondary gone, right? Like you you could do the same thing we're doing with sure. McDaniel with Josh Boyer. And, and I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's caping up for Josh Boyer. I'm not. But I also don't think that the defense falling off as much as it has is simply because Josh Boyer sucks. Like I, I do think injuries come into play, but there's also a lot more to it because this defense in times, like you saw the other day, just looks inept in, in, in positions or in situations of a game where you can't, you can't look that way. Like if you get beat because the other team just outplayed you fine, but to have a player out of a timeout wide open in the most important play of the game and he ends up catching the touchdown, and it's stupid McCorkle who threw it to him. God, like, him. It, like it just, it, you know, th those are and, – and that's not the only situation. Like, you know, there's been a handful of situations this year that we can go through where you're, you're thinking to yourself, like, what the hell is Josh Boyer doing? Like, what, why, why, is, why is that happening? But, but Tobin, um, like Chris Greer, while you can make the argument that he's whiffed on too many draft picks – 
his time here has come, right? This rebuild didn't work out the way that he wanted it to work out. Aren't we just going to revert back to the same trap that we've fallen into for two decades, which is, okay, you bring in a GM. Well, the head coach gets fired because after two or three seasons, it doesn't work. And then after a couple seasons, you fire that GM. And now you have a head coach with a GM that he didn't pick. And then again, you fire the head coach and now the GM goes and he, he hires his head coach. And then you're, you're just kind of going through that same cycle again, which yeah. is two different, a general manager and a head coach that weren't brought in together again. You know what I mean? So um, I think that also is something Steven Ross would have to play into because that's been a cycle that the Dolphins have known for a long time. Who's in charge? Who has say? Was it Adam Gates? Was it Chris Greer? Um, you know, was it uh, Tony Sperano? Was it um, Ireland Parcells? Ireland Parcells. Like who? What? What was the the hierarchy there? Right. And, yeah. No. And it once- definitely. It's been an issue because you're doing half fixes, and I don't think that Mike McDaniel. I don't think he warrants getting fired. 